Hi, it's Bob from Royal Spa. Soaking in a hot tub full of Epsom salts is the absolute best way to minimize everyday aches and pains. And we know all about Epsom salts at Royal Spa. Royal Spa hot tubs are the only hot tubs on the market that can safely and effectively use Epsom salts. Made right here in Indiana, Royal Spa hot tubs are the highest quality hot tubs on the market. Visit any one of our three Indianapolis locations or visit royalspa.com. Ah, Royal Spa. It's time to hear from you. Kendall and Casey present Voicemails. Brought to you by QC Kinetics for non-surgical regenerative medicine treatments at 317-559-PAIN. I'm so sorry you have just reached my answering machine. 317-684-8444. That's the phone number for the voicemails if you'd like to contribute. It is 1033 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. All right. So we addressed it last hour and we'll do it again via voicemail because obviously people were just, I mean, I was amazed at the amount of people. Oh, today's show is going to be on fire as you have to address Jim Lucas. And I said, we're going to address it. And I thought we did a pretty thorough job last hour of talking about how we're going to deal with the whole Jim Lucas alleged DUI fleeing the scene, the accident, mm-hmm. et cetera. Mm-hmm. But for those who didn't hear it last hour, uh, we'll address it again. Somebody called about that. So we like to play phone calls from the listeners. So we'll play the phone call. Then we're going to address how we're going to deal with Jim Lucas going forward. So Tony Katz mentioned that Mr. Jim Lucas got arrested for DUI and leaving the scene of an accident. The first thing that comes to my mind is Rob Kendall as a character from The Simpsons, a Nelson kid going, ha ha! So here's how, and again, then this will be it. This will be it for now, okay, on how we're going to address this and deal with this. I wanted to see Jim Lucas leave. I wanted to see him lose. I want to see him rejected. I don't want to see him in the statehouse anymore just like the overwhelming majority of the 149 other people that are state reps and state senators because they failed you as a taxpayer. They failed you as a constituent of the state of Indiana. They've put special interest and growth of government ahead of you. I wanted to see him lose at the ballot box. I wanted to see a viable primary challenger come in and defeat him. I didn't want to see him go out like this because we've tried, we have tried and tried on this show, have we not, Casey, to say this guy is not well. It is not rational behavior unprompted to be fighting with a radio guy in the middle of the night or at 8 a.m. on a Sunday morning. That's just not how normal people, I'm not even a constituent. And then it would be other people who would chime in and go, no, Rob's right. You really are failing on property taxes. Then he would get into it with them. Mm-hmm. And we did we not say, yeah. check on this man. You pointed out that on one of those threads, somebody who said per, was purportedly a family member. was Well, even- this was when he made the announcement last week, two weeks ago, that he was leaving social media. I'm leaving social media. Big announcement. And then he got right back on. And then he got back on for 24 hours. And then he left again. And in the comments section, it looked like one of his family members said thank you right like people were aware that there was an issue or something was going on that he needed to take a beat 
Right. And just step back for a minute. I mean, look, you are a state rep, and again, we'll see if he, you know, if he says I did this or I didn't do this, you know, court of law, everybody's entitled to a presumption of, of innocence. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if indeed he did this, where you are driving intoxicated, you're hitting things, you're fleeing the scene. Yep. There's an in, I think endangerment is part of this in in here too. I, so I don't know if that means other people are involved. I don't, you know, the whole thing has not come out yet. Well, it's saying that he was on Interstate 65, and then a short time later, police officers found him at a different location from the crash. Right. So, again, it sounds like, and again, it'll all come out, so it doesn't even matter at this point, but he may have struck something on 65, continued moving in some capacity, and that's why, the again, who, who knows? That's for a court of law to decide for him to take ownership on. But from the people I've talked to, the little birdies inside the state house, the people who are running the show over there already know exactly what happened and it's not good. And you look at that mugshot and you realize that's not, you know, that's not a guy that was in control of him or it does not appear to be a guy who was in control of himself. So here's the deal. And I'll say it again. We said it last hour. If Jim indeed did do this and does the right thing and takes ownership of it, and resigns, and mm-hmm. that's the key, because a guy who has that poor of a judgment has no business representing people, 7 million people, and that's what he does. I don't care where he's from. His choices affect 7 million people. He's part of the legislature. Right. Yeah. So if he does the right thing mm-hmm. and owns it, mm-hmm. he's a military guy, he's a law and order guy, mm-hmm. so if indeed he did do it, the the ownership of the act and the resignation, we're done here with this. Right. We're not taking victory laps. We're not pointing and laughing, even though Jim was her- Jim Lucas was horrific to me. And all I want is for the elderly and the fixed income people to be able to afford to live in their homes. And he was horrific, and he went out of his way to be horrific. But that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter to me right now. What does matter to me is that this guy get the help he needs mm-hmm. and that he not be able to impact mm-hmm. 7 million people in this state anymore. So if he does the right thing, we're done. I'm not taking victory laps. I'm not pointing and laughing. I'm not taking any joy in any of this. And the right thing in your mind is for him to resign. Absolutely. He needs to step and, down. And, and, then, and, then, and then we're done here. Mm-hmm. But, but, and I mean this, and you know, Casey, mm-hmm. I mean this with every fiber of my being. If he tries to worm out of this, if he tries to stay in public office, then we're talking about a new level of engagement. Yeah, a new level of narcissism. I mean, from from me and this radio show, because that guy has no business right now in the state he's in making choices for other people. Mm-hmm. So I hope he will do the right thing. If he does, the interactions we've had in the past, it's not going to be coming up here. But if he doesn't, and I, I, from what I've been told, I cannot imagine the Flanders boys, Rod and Todd, are going to allow this guy, I mean, look, he can ultimately do whatever he wants. You can't be removed from office unless you're convicted of a felony. So ultimately, until that happens, but I cannot imagine a prosecutor, the the pressure from the Indiana Republican Party, him allowed being allowed to stay in there or not ratcheting pressure up to where he doesn't have to. But who knows? So that, that seems like a fair groundwork that I've put forward right now. I wouldn't think that the people of Jackson County want him representing them anymore. Well, yeah. Because... I mean, but representative knows? is is that it's a representative of you and if that's who you are and you're okay with it well all right well we'll see so but i do you do you it's half your show do you mm-hmm. think that is a fair groundwork that i have put forward i am i'm am considering this matter right now mm-hmm. 
closed for today. Yeah. And we will see the ball is in his court what he does. Am I being fair about all this? Yes. No, I think you're definitely being fair. You don't want to see him. I mean, this goes to speak to the mental health issues that are plaguing the entire country and the state. Obviously, he's dealing with something because nobody responsible is going to be that drunk in their car, get into an accident and leave the scene, allegedly. Yeah, and he has a real opportunity, like I laid out. To do the right thing. Well, like we laid out last hour, he has a real opportunity to use this as a chance to to change people's lives mm-hmm. for the better. Mm-hmm. But if he wants to hunker down and say, I'm going to stay a state rep, I'm going to fight this, then that's not, that's just going to breed resentment and ill will. And it's not, so he gets to decide what kind of person he's going to be going for. And I'm going to give him the space to, to do that. All right. Uh, we did get quite a few calls, Casey. Mm-hmm. Uh, we continue to get this. I call them the Trump Defense Brigade. Okay. And that is the people who, no matter what Donald Trump did as president, no matter what he says as a campaigner, they will defend him and facts be darned. And uh, we got multiple calls about that today, so let's play some of them and address the Trump Defense Brigade. Yeah, I want to say my thoughts, this is Southside Steve. Uh, the money came from the Department of the Treasury. It was, uh, the money was the CARES Act, which was approved by Congress. So when you were saying Trump shut everything down, and I said, no, he shut down business from China, he gave that responsibility if states wanted to do that to individual states. I'm cool with him doing that. I don't understand why you're still being so negative towards Trump and trying to put a spin on this, that he shut everyone everyone down. He didn't. And the money now you're saying that he provided for everybody came from the Treasury. He was approved by the CARES Act with Congress. Have a nice day, bro. Okay, so we got a lot to touch there, Casey. Uh, number one, I was unaware of the Treasury... Uh, well, I mean, they have a money printing factory, but they turn it on and off at the discretion of the government, the Congress and the president. So, Casey, I don't know if you know how government works. If Congress does something, the president has the ability to do this thing called veto it. Mm-hmm. And when you veto it, it takes two thirds of the Congress to override the veto. So for this guy to act like we're talking about the magical money printing factory that that was turned on in 2020 and the five trillion Trump printed. Okay, so that's the first side of it. It was the CARES Act, as though the president wasn't intricately involved in like the Congress just decided to do something and Trump just went, I'd love to help you out, but I'm totally helpless here. My hands are tied. He signed off on it. Mm-hmm. Also. Trump, we played the audio, Casey. It's like a minute and a half yeah. of Trump saying he was proud that he shut down society. He said repeatedly, we did the right thing. We did the right thing. I'm sitting here. I'm reading a text, uh, a tweet from him from March 22nd, 2020. Oh. We cannot let the curse be worse than the problem itself. At the end of the 15-day period, we will make a decision as to which way we want to go. I mean, the, he's very proud, or the audio said he was very proud. The tweets, he's very proud. And it comes back to, again, the Trump Defense Brigade. He did this. And you can say what, I mean, this whole thing about, well, the governors made the choice. It's the equivalent of saying, I hired a hitman, and the hitman did the killing, and I just paid the hitman. So the hitman is the one who did the murder. My hands are clean. Trump bribed these states to shut down. 
And by the way, you acting like I'm never critical of the Congress, right? Like, isn't the majority of this show, hasn't the majority of our show today been me being critical of the Congress? Mm -hmm. They get theirs every single day. They're all in cahoots together. That's the point. But you're not defending the Congress to the end. You're trying to defend Trump. There's no excuse for what Trump did during COVID. Absolutely none, because none of it worked. They were colossally dangerous errors in judgment repeatedly made by Trump. The printing of the money, the bribing of the states to shut down, the promoting of the mask, the, the promoting of Fauci, mm-hmm. the, even the promoting of the shot. Even that didn't work. March 27th, 2020, Trump signs a $2.2 trillion coronavirus relief package. I, again, Trump it, signs a 2.2 trillion coronavirus relief package. And then he had so much fun. A few months later, they did it again. All right, uh, we got to take a break. Hammer's coming up next. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC.